This podcast of The Model Health Show is presented to you by Sean Stevenson with Rare Gym Productions. For more information, visit theseanstevensonmodel.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson here with my amazing co-host, and producer of the Model Health Show, Jade Harrell. What's up, Jade? What's going on, Sean? <laughs> what is that? What is this? I don't know. I just felt like being dramatic. Got a little sass? <laughs> I did. Don't sass me. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> How are you today? I am restlessational. Restlessational. Yes. Restlessational. I know. Please Restless. Break this down for me because I'm. And it feels a... sensational. Forgive me, sleep guy. You're restless and I'm it feels rest- sensational. Yes, because I'm so excited. I mean, okay. really. I'm okay. just. I vibe that. Wired. I got the vibe. <laughs> I, I got it. I caught that. Don't scold me. I, caught, I picked up what you put down. Because <laughs> I'm so thrilled and excited. This, I mean, I get thrilled to be here. So sometimes I don't sleep so good because I'm already <laughs> thinking about what we're going to do the next day. Well, I'm excited that you're excited. Okay. And everybody else, I hope you're excited too yes, because we've got a power, yeah. a powerhouse show today. Right. I just thought of like an 80s band, like those rock bands. <laughs> you got the touch. <laughs> All right. It's going to be fantastic. Today, I we're going to be it. talking about pre-workout nutrition, Uh-oh. intra-workout nutrition, hey, no. and post-workout nutrition. That's a lot of right? nutrition. <laughs> it's a lot of nutrition. <laughs> but you're also going to get, a, we're going to really lay it on today and dive in and look at the science behind all this awesome. stuff because that's what we do here. Mm. There's a lot of misinformation out there and there's a lot of ideas on what could work, what should work, but we're going to talk about what actually works, not what theoretically could mm-hmm. possibly work if I eat a donut <laughs> in the middle of my set. You know, we're going right. to talk about what actually works and most importantly, we're going to start it all off by diving in and talking about why this even matters mm-hmm. in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, does it really matter that much? Right. This work, this, this nutrition around yeah. our workout and yeah. it's going to probably surprise you. Okay. So on that note, yes. with Captain Surprise in mind, first, <laughs> let me tell you about my favorite guys out there with the protein. Oh man. It's amazing. It's awesome. Hemp Force Protein. That's my, it's my peanut butter and jam. Hemp Force <laughs> Protein. Uh, I've been mixing the two kinds together lately. Okay. The vanilla acai and the choco maca. I don't know if you've done that before. Probably when I got low on one, one can. <laughs> on accident. Yeah. I accidentally did it. But it was good. Like when way. you used to add a little water to your ketchup bottle. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I to know your all milk. about that. I know. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> You're telling those stories. There's only so much left, and I've got this much in my bowl. What what you know about the powdered milk, though? Oh, man. Yeah. 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 It's a tough one to get right, though. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to our scar childhood. (laughs) (laughs) We have truly lived. (laughs) Here's why it matters. So, number one, edestin, albumin, two Mm -hmm. very, very bioavailable sources of protein. And we need this stuff, as you're going to find out, to rebuild your structure. You're a protein being. What When I'm looking at you, I'm seeing proteins. Do you? I'm seeing proteins. And, of course, some minerals thrown in the mix as well. Yeah, you got nice proteins, girl. Look at you. (laughs) Pose that protein. I'm going to flaunt mine. (laughs) (laughs) You flaunt those amino acids, girl. All right, so yeah. albumin, edestin, okay. very bioavailable, and exclusively you're going to find edestin in hemp protein. Mm-hmm. But hemp force actually tastes good. Yeah, All right, that's the whole catch right. 27 right. is that, what is a catch 22 anyways? Uh-huh. What is it? What is, I wonder where it comes there's from. Let's a, not even a history there. there. Of course there is. Up, I know. And everybody probably, you know, right now, whenever you ask a question, people don't know, you boom, you whip, whip your phone exactly. out. Exactly. It's gonna right there. going to find out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> What's next, though? Send us a note and let us know. Did you know? A little fun fact here. Okay. They're trying to, like, jack 
the internet into your brain right now. They're working on this. Are right? you kidding? I'm telling you, real talk, That's this is scary. happening. Well, isn't it kind of doing that anyway, though, Sean? You kind of... Well, not with it being you're connected okay, to it. And right. Of course, immediately think about the matrix. Oh, yeah. Human Always. batteries, that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's that draw in that excitement, that possibility about what if I know everything, mm, you know? But then at the same time, right there. what is what value is there left mm, in life if mm, you do know everything, mm, you know? So little uh, something yeah. you can politic yeah. on out there. Yeah, so what talk would you do if, you, if, if that was like an option for you? If you woke up and that's all not, of a sudden... No, that's not my cup of tea. Yeah. I, I want to be a lifetime student. You would reject student. it. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. yeah. I want to keep learning. That is why you're beautiful. Oh, thank you. I like that. Getting serenaded on the Mono I know, Show. right? For that's what you get. You get say. pre-workout nutrition <laughs> yeah. and serenade yes, right. all mixed together. Pre-podcast. And it tastes like concerts. Pang. Yeah, it right? does. Okay, so, You're so silly. head over, mm-hmm. check out on it, all right? So, and also, yeah. one of my favorite pre-workout supplements, funny enough, Shroom Tech Sport mm-hmm. and MCT oil, the emulsified MCT oils. I'm using those on a daily basis. My wife is just like all over it. She's it doesn't even make any right sense. Now. Yeah. So, the emulsified MCT oil, that is important. These essential fats for your brain mm-hmm. and your nervous system. And you're getting them in a state that's bioavailable for the human body. A lot of these oils get processed. They get high heat process and you're not actually getting the goods that you think you're getting mm-hmm. but you're getting that with on it head over check them out on it.com o-n-n-i-t.com forward slash m-o-d-e-l for 10 percent off now let's get to the itunes review of the week i just love your articulation here you're just t- 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 thank you nailing thank you. it we've i feel been, very precise right now we've been doing this for a little bit <laughs> right we've got a little bit of seasoning well this one's fun it's a five-star rating from cr gray Careful, there's a lot of worms in this can. He says, Sean, I feel like we're on a first name basis because you talk to me all the time. This is what I'm going to need you to do. Make fewer episodes. Listen, it's not you. It's me. See, the thing is, I love your show. You're slamming me with great inspiration and information all the time. I absolutely love all your guests. But then, as soon as I finish your interview with an awesome guest, I have to Google the crap out of them, read their <laughs> books, read their blogs, watch their YouTube videos, and listen to their podcasts. Woo! By the time I climbed out of that rabbit hole, ah, three unlistened to episodes of the Model Health Show. Well, come on. It's not like I'm going to skip an episode. And you know I got to sleep sometime. So tell me, Sean. How's a guy supposed to fully appreciate all the glory that is the charming banter between you and Jade, pick up each bit of wisdom you're dropping, and thoroughly embrace the goodness from each of your delight-tastic guests? Thanks and love from a former St. Louisan and dedicated listener, Chris Robert Gray. <laughs> Chris, what's up, man? Thank I you so, so much for that. Pose, I, yeah. I love everything Wasn't about that, that fun? man. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. That's the first time I ever heard make less episodes. Yeah. You know, most of the time people are messaging me. Yeah. And we've heard this several times. Please, more Double episodes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense. There's a yeah. lot there to simmer, to absorb, and it makes total sense. Well, uh, warn but him. I can't guarantee. Yeah. Look, I'm going to just like warn DJ him. Khaled. I'll never stop. Right. Another one <laughs> in your podcast box. Another one. That's right. That's right. Every week. But here's You'll a have to find a balance, little, Christopher. <laughs> yes. A little special shout out because we're going to be adding in, throwing in a couple of bonus episodes yes, along the way. We've we been talking are. back and forth about this. Uh, but, you know, we really <laughs> focus on the quality here. You know, quality first and foremost. And a lot goes into these episodes. And I never want to take away from that. And the guests that we have, we are going for the top of the top people, the best people in our respective fields. And I don't I never want to water that down because that's not how I live my life. And so 
Uh, but we have been stacking it here a little bit, hooking up with some great people and, and um, putting the work in while I've been on the road. And by yeah, the way, oh, guys, you thank that. you so yeah. much. Sleep Smarter I audiobook say. number one That's right. in the United States in That's health right. and fitness. It hit number one. Oh, thank you so much. That's right. I couldn't believe it. I mean, like, you I don't almost know. broke the internet. You went on and put that out there. You said, come on, y'all, let's break the internet. And they said, okay. You know? You're, you're welcome. <laughs> we got it, You're right? welcome. Yeah. 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 We it was, appreciate that. I, I literally <laughs> could not believe it for yeah. some reason. Like, I, I always have this great expectation mm-hmm. on things. That, but for some reason, I just, I, I, it just blew my mind when I saw it. I could mm-hmm. not believe my eyes. Receive it. Oh, yes. Receive oh, yes. it, boy. Because oh, yes. we on our way. So, guys, if you haven't happened to get your copy of Sleep Smart on audiobook, you can head over to audible.com or go to Amazon Mm -hmm. and you can pick it up there as well. All right. So, on that note. Oh, is there a Kindle version too? Kindle, of course. It's on all platforms. iBooks, you name it. Book, books. (laughs) (laughs) It's everywhere. Every every type of modality now. But the audiobook was the one that Mm -hmm. like we had to put that energy and effort into to get that done throughout all the stuff that's been going on. That was no joke. All right, guys, let's go ahead and dive into our topic today. And by the way, thanks for leaving all those reviews on iTunes, guys. It means the world to us. Uh, So today's topic, we're talking about pre-workout, intra-workout, and post-workout nutrition. And we're going to go through and break each and every one of these things down. But first and foremost, I want to talk about this whole concept, why it even matters surrounding your workout in the first place. So the first big principle that we want to cover, number one, the nutrition you consume around your workout can significantly impact your rate of progress. All right. So now here's the nuts and bolts. So first and foremost, a study published in Medicine and Science and Sports and Exercise set out to determine whether or not supplementation immediately and after a workout impacted muscle development more than consuming the same supplements at different times of the day. They tested three specific things. One, muscle fiber hypertrophy. So this is the development of the muscle. That's the muscles Mm -hmm. growing. They also tested, the second thing was strength. They tested strength. Third thing they tested was body composition during a 10-week resistance training program. Now, the supplementation used was a simple combination of protein and glucose taken either immediately before and after the resistance training session or in the early morning and late evening, okay, away from the workout. So here's what they found. Taking the supplements immediately before and after the workout resulted in, number one, a greater increase in lean body mass and reduction of fat mass. Well, 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 what do you know? That's all right by me. Also, they found a greater one rep max strength gain in most tests. (sighs) That's the one that when you get to it, you're like, I don't know if I can make this one. (laughs) You would appreciate having it. (laughs) And the third thing they found was a greater increase in type two muscle fibers. And these are the muscle fibers related to speed, increased speed and power. We did a whole episode talking about the different muscle fibers, mm-hmm. really broke that down, and one of the best ways to activate those muscle fibers in the HIT episode, mm-hmm. all right? So that was episode 92, we'll put that in the show notes for you guys, one of the most downloaded, most shared episodes. So now that we got that out of the way, okay. understanding like having this stuff around your workout time does change the game for you mm-hmm. as far as lo- losing fat, gaining muscle, and your overall performance. It really does work. Yeah, yeah. So- I want to take a step back because we have to understand, first and foremost, what is exercise in relationship to changing your body in the first place, all right? This is going to help you to make a deeper connection with this nutrition aspect. So exercise in relation to changing your body, it's a stress, all right? Exercise is a stress. 
And it's considered to be something known as a hormetic stressor. And this is a stressor that can be really good for you if your body is supported in its adaptation. All right, this hormetic stressor. Now, exercise can be, obviously it's an important part of our lives, but it can be too much of a stressor. Mm. If you take into consideration all the other stressors in our life, it could take you over the top and right. you know cause some potential problems. Just Thyroid dysfunction, yeah. um, adrenal fatigue, whatever mm. the case might be. And even small things like, you know, uh, headaches, things like that. Anxiety. But for the most part, yes. <laughs> for mean, the most part, more people could do better with a little more exercise. Exactly. So let's keep focus on that. <laughs> don't most people don't have the problem of oh, like, it's you know what? Stressful. You need to back right, off a right. little bit, okay? You're walking too much. Right? Sean said you know, walk yourself stressful. over right, that couch right. and sit down. Right. Let me hand you a bagel. All right? So, oh, number one, it's a stress. Mm -hmm. And there's something that happens. This is called the law of overcompensation. When you train, when you exercise and you get your body to that limit, to that place where it's used to and go beyond that, your body has to adapt and it overcompensates. It comes back even better to handle that stressor, not just to handle the stressor, but even better than that. Mm -hmm. So if, even if the stressor is a little bit stronger, yeah. right? So it's the law of overcompensation. This miraculous body that you have Rocky is Balboa. designed to do that. Yeah, it comes hey, back. Yo, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's it, All right. my guy. <laughs> so the, the law of overcompensation. Now, our pre-workout, intra-workout, and post-workout nutrition is all about putting your body in the optimal state to support these adaptations, all right? That's mm -hmm. what it's all about, putting your body in the optimal state to support these adaptations. So here's two overlooked keys to optimizing your pre-workout, intra-workout, and post-workout nutrition. All right, these are two overlooked keys. Number one, it has to be based on your individual needs, okay? It has to be based on your individual needs. So some of the things to take into consideration your current state of health, all right? Your current state of health is going to determine what's going to be best for you, mm -hmm. all right? It's going to be different from somebody who, you know, if somebody's uh, 50 pounds overweight and they're five foot three <laughs> and they have an office job, a desk job where they don't move that often, all right? Mm -hmm. So that's radically different from an athlete in the NFL who's six feet one, 220, <laughs> and they train five hours a day, Yeah. all right? Yeah. It's gonna to be totally different. And then there's like all of this stuff in between, all right, that we have to take into consideration. Also, your overall metabolic type. And I talk about this in depth in the Fat Loss Code and our yes. online program, which is killing it, it is right so now. Awesome. This community is blowing my mind. Right, right. And our goal, we set out to make the number one most powerful and effective transformation, body transformation program mm -hmm. on the internet, which the right. internet's a big place. Yes, it is. And we are well on our way. Mm -hmm. So if you're not a member of the Fat Loss Code yet, head over to Fat Loss Code, yeah. thefatlosscode.com, and you can get more information on that. But anyways, yeah. well, metabolic type. you got Folks are showing such good progress. I'm yeah, glad that you brought it up. Man, it's just yeah, blowing my mind. Really but this good. is what it's really all about. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. anyway, so the metabolic type, this is what... Basically, if you look at Ayurvedic medicine and this whole, this has been, this knowledge has been around for thousands of years that our bodies tend to run on different fuels for mm -hmm. different people mm -hmm. a little bit better, whether right. it's proteins, carbohydrates, fats. So even I was that, surprised by my evaluation yeah. that it had the, the carb allowance in there because I was going, no, <laughs> but I may be making things harder yeah. based on my metabolic type. Yeah. So, so that's what we break down. I was down so glad in the that was in there. Yeah. <laughs> so this can even change your approach with your, exactly. with your nutrition surrounding your workout. Absolutely so would. that's the first thing. So we have to keep in mind when following any advice out there about nutrition in general, remember this quote, 
you have to mind your own body and mind. All right, you have to mind your own body and mind. Mm-hmm. All right, so just keep that in mind. Your own beeswax. <laughs> 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 All right, so that's number one of these two often overlooked keys to optimizing your pre, intra, and post-workout nutrition. All right, so number two, number two of these two things, number two, it has to be goal-oriented. Okay. All right, it has to be goal-oriented. This is not analyzed enough at all. It has to be goal-oriented. For example, if someone is training for a triathlon, their pre-workout, intra-workout, and post-workout nutrition is going to look very different from somebody training for a bodybuilding competition, right? Mm, And in the same vein, if someone is training for the sole purpose of fat loss and optimizing their body composition, their goal and and their uh, nutrition surrounding the workouts is going to look very different from from someone's goal who is to put on heaps of muscle. Yeah. Right? For somebody who's trying to get Vin Diesel, <laughs> right? Forrest Pumped, Morgan Free Gains, become a no limit soldier. Oh, all right. Dun, dun, That's dun, a good one. Dun, dun. You're welcome. I really right. like that one. Hey, right, so those things are going to look radically different now. I thought I told you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So we could all probably agree that most people are exercising to have a nice body composition mm-hmm. and to protect their health. All right. So that's where we're going to focus most of our tips and insights today. Okay. Now, on that note, let's go ahead and dive in and start breaking down these different areas of nutrition, the pre-workout, intra-workout, post-workout. So we're going to start with basics on the pre-workout principles. So some basic pre-workout principles. And I want to start with a little story, all right? Uh, When I was a strength and conditioning coach at a university, and this was in in the latter days, right, in the latter days of this experience. Yeah. And I'd worked with so many people and I've seen all these amazing, amazing transformations. And also by you being in that environment, people would come up and like try and, you know, pull a little, like find out a little something from you, like pinch a little. What about, what about that? What about that? Right. And then some people, they just look at you like, please help me. Please come and tell me to stop or please come and tell me that I'm doing this right. And <laughs> there was this, there's this one day Early in the morning, it was maybe uh, seven o'clock in the morning, and I was working with my client, and this young lady who'd been coming in there, she's maybe, I don't know, 19 years old, 20 years old, and she'd been coming in there strong. Every day I'm there, she's there, all right? And obviously working hard, because she'd be there also after I'd leave, Mm -hmm. but you couldn't really see anything changing, Mm -hmm. and not that much. I mean, she was looking more kind of a little bit more muscular, but I don't think that's what she was going for. As a matter of fact, I know after talking to her, that's not okay. what she was going for. She was trying to lose weight. Hmm. And prior to this particular day, this workout, she's sitting there about to do her workout and she's eating a banana and a cereal bar. All right. She's carb loading like a, you know, <laughs> she's, she's putting it, getting it in. All right. Yeah. Banana and a cereal bar. And I'm just like, no, she wasn't ready. You know, <laughs> no. And right. I, 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 but you're thinking, so I can understand that logic yes, from yes. a layman. Here we go. That, okay, bananas have potassium and they give you energy and mm-hmm. I'm going to be burning calories. So I need some fuel yes. in order to be able to exercise, the ex- to execute the exercise. Yes, exactly. I remember that mindset. Of course. I remember too. I did the same thing. You lived it? Of course I did. You have to go through. You have compassion. The tomfoolery. Yeah. All right, you have to sure go was. through it to figure out the yeah. right stuff. And yeah. so uh, eventually we talked, maybe it was a few days later, mm-hmm. um, but- Bottom line is this, 
for if somebody's goal is weight loss, you don't want to consume a lot of carbohydrates right before. And I could have, I'm probably there was a good maybe 300 calories in what she was eating. Mm. All right, it was so like a big more thick bar, to, yeah, and um, very high in carbohydrates. So your body works on this kind of LIFO FIFO accounting yeah, system. Shout order? out, shout out to anybody who's taking accounting. All right, and <laughs> last um, in first out. Yes, yeah, so yeah. LIFO FIFO. Um, so last in first out. So if you're consuming those carbohydrates, your body's going to use that energy first because it's readily available. It doesn't have to go through the arduous process of breaking down your stored fat and using that for fuel, which is what you want your body to do. All right. So immediately she's starting off at a deficit. In I that feel workout. like I've just been born again. All right. Oh, that's some great. Like, <laughs> so that's, that's number one. That's yes. number one. And. I just wanted to share that really quick story because you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And it's coming and right out of the gate. You you're like, I, want, I need to get some energy for my right, workout. Right. But what is your goal? Mm -hmm. If her goal was to just do performance tests, maybe with some long endurance things she's working on, she maybe that could be more appropriate. Mm -hmm. But that's not her goal. Mm -hmm. So we want to do something a little different. That's we go back to rule number one and two on those individual needs. Because exactly. you're looking, here's the thing. We look to the folks that are doing it, that are visible as the guide. Yeah. So we probably could have been looking at someone who was doing it for those reasons, who was getting their load in before they were trying to perform for a test or something. And yeah. we're thinking, well, that's the that's the model. That's the standard. Yeah. So if I do what they do, mm. if I follow their lead, then I should be okay. Thing. But it's very key that you brought that up. Exactly. You said we miss this a lot. And exactly. that is you got to see what specifically is relevant for you. Yeah, I want to throw one more thing in here, Please too, do. because this is another thing that would seem like Captain Obvious is that you're going to get a pretty significant spike in your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. All right. You're going to it's going to be significant. Yeah. So what's the impending thing is going to be a crash. Mm -hmm. Probably right in the middle of that workout when you're trying to like tell yourself I need to, you know, finish this, you know, keep going, whatever the case might be, you're going to be conked out mm -hmm. because you carb loaded and now you're going to crash. Yeah. So, and then that's going to spur that need to go and have a Gatorade or something like that to keep going. You know, it's just, right. it doesn't make right. any sense once you look at the Downward bigger picture. Spiral. So here's the thing. You can definitely get uh, a nice hunk of carbs in if you've got some time before your workout. Okay. You know, we're talking about 90 minutes out plus as a meal, but generally close to your workout within the hour Smart supplementation could be far better choice because the energy that's required to even digest those whole foods is not going to be partitioned correctly to your muscles, Ooh. right? And your nervous system and your endocrine system. Mm -hmm. There's this mm -hmm. battle of resources going on in your body. You want to help to fuel that performance. Right, right. I remember right. you saying one time that, well, not just saying one time, I'm in the fat loss code. <laughs> you said it recently is that from a kind of a, Fasted state would be a great place to start and early. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Oh, good. Okay. Jump right in. Jump yeah. <laughs> ahead. All right. But for most people, I'm for, ready, mo man. for most people, though, unless yeah. you're positive that you're not metabolically broken somehow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do we know it feels you know, awkward? It's just, okay. that's just not appropriate for okay. most people. I got you. You know, you don't even want to go down that road. Sweet. All right? But it can be beneficial for some people under some certain circumstances and I, I tested all of this stuff I, bet, I, bet. I did like six months of fasted training mm -hmm. and wow it was hard yeah, at first no but joke. then you get adapted yeah you know yeah so you saw the young lady with the banana and the cereal bar in one hand how many of us are really doing that in our blenders and our smoothies the equivalent of that by 
putting the bananas and the carbs in some kind of drink that we're thinking, oh, well, I've got a smoothie, so that'll help. So we're kind of maybe even still doing the same thing, but unknowingly. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, but it's really, again, it's the timing of these things. Okay. And we're talking about close to your workout within that hour, all right? So now the question is, what is going to be ideal in that supplement mix? Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, we're, we're looking at the supplements around within that 60-minute window, before and after and in between our workout, what is that going to look like? Well, one of the big things that's utilized out there, it's been used for a long time, is caffeine. All right. So why caffeine? No, now there's boy. there's a lot there's a lot of solid science regarding this. Now, of course, we want to come immediately from an intelligent perspective and know that mm-hmm. your body will become desensitized if you're hammering down caffeine every day. You want to cycle everything. However, if it's in a natural source and you're using small to moderate amounts, it's not going to be as dramatic. Okay. Right? You can use that more consistently. And that's what the research shows. So why caffeine? Well, many people are aware of the energy boost, but most people aren't aware of the fat loss effects. So we're going to talk about that as well. Now, there was a study published in the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research that found that healthy individuals perform better in one of the most hallmark strength exercises in the world, utilizing caffeine. Now, this was research from the Department of Nutrition and Health Sciences Human Performance Laboratory at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. And they stated this, the results indicated that there was a significant increase in bench press, one rep max, for the caffeine supplement group, but not for the placebo group. All right. Bench press. How much do you bench, bro? All right. It's the hallmark strength exercise. You actually saw statistically increase improved numbers on that one rep max. This study was actually brought to my attention by the team at Formula O2, all right? They also introduced me to a study conducted by the University of Georgia Department of Exercise Science and published in the journal Pain. And yes, there's actually a journal called Pain. Pain, you know? All right, it reminds me of Rocky, <laughs> right? Remember when we fought Mr. T? It says, yeah. Yeah. He's bringing the pain. Have pity on that fool. All right. <laughs> So this was in the journal Pain, and this showed that caffeine can significantly reduce exercise-related pain perception. This is basically when you're training and you feel like your arms are just going to fall off. Yes, I know. Or your legs are totally wiped out, and the staircase after your workout looks like the Great Wall of China. It's like, I just can't can't do it. I'll just wait. Just come back and get me. All right. But uh, caffeine is able to help you adapt to that pain a little bit better and essentially enable you to finish your workout. But the team at Formula O2 also stressed that the right kind of caffeine source makes all the difference in the world. And something that's first and foremost, number one, from a natural source and not synthetic. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of research out there, and I could do 20 minutes just talking about this. But that's number one. Number two, doesn't excessively stimulate the body. Because you get the same kind of crash, Mm -hmm. just like with carbohydrate crash, with caffeine. Mm -hmm. So that's why they use caffeine from green coffee beans And my favorite drink that I like to use when I work out, which I'll tell you more about in a minute. This is actually, I have some right here. And before I talk about it a little bit more, I want to talk about the relationship between caffeine and fat loss. And this is something I've been knowing and and teaching people about, specifically in the fat loss code for a couple of years now. I've been revealing this. But again, it's because putting this information out there, it has to be put in its proper perspective. Because like, oh, you could burn more fat having caffeine. Let me drink, you know, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what is it? Uh, Grande. <laughs> <laughs> a pint? Yeah. Is that a pint of coffee? Yeah. It's just too much, right? It's too, yeah, much. too much. Yeah. 
I'm going to try to get rid of the fast pint of coffee. All right. <laughs> That's from the Lord of the Rings. Just shout out to Lord yeah. of the Rings. He's like, is that a pint? You're getting I want one. Right, right. Your shout impressions to, are Shout out to Frodo better. Baggins. I love him. Shout out to Sam. <laughs> love you, Sam. All right. Oh, shit. Caffeine and fat loss. So studies show that caffeine can increase the metabolic rate by 3 to 11%, depending on which study you look at. A powerful study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition found that most of the increase in metabolism is caused by an increase in the burning of fat. Right? Well, we'll take that. Right there Burn in the fat. lay black and white. Give me metabolism. Okay. What's interesting is that the effect is a little bit less pronounced, however, in those that are clinically obese. This was really mm -hmm. fascinating to see this. So in one study, the increase in fat burning in lean people is as high as 29%. All right, 29% increase. While in obese individuals, the increase is about 10%, mm -hmm. which is still, still substantial. You know, yeah. that's that last 5% difference that that can make mm -hmm. if you're utilizing caffeine in an intelligent sure. way. Sure, and then if, you're, if your metabolism increases and you get less fat, you get more of that muscle, which is more of your fat burning mechanism. Yeah, yeah. She's like doing mechanism. this shaky thing. This little <laughs> the fat burning hustle. Fat burning train. <laughs> All right. Caffeine can also improve athletic performance via several mechanisms. All right. The big one being increased mobilization of fatty acids from your fat tissues. All right. So Caffeine literally can increase the mobilization of your stored body fat. Yes. All right. It acts upon. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to disperse. Adrenaline, caffeine, they have this relationship. So all of this mm -hmm. kind of goes together in mobilizing that stored body fat. All right. It triggers your body to mobilize more of that fat and using it for fuel. Caffeine, it's, it, there's some magic sauce right, in there. Right. But again, if you're just down in caffeine, sitting around, Watching Game of Thrones, watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the <laughs> Game of Thrones. Shout out to Lord all. Shout out to all dragons. <laughs> all right. All dragons. Yes. Th you're not going to get this benefit. This is in the context of exercise. Okay. All right. So studies show that caffeine can improve exercise performance by 11 to 12 percent on average. And this was all summarized by the good folks at Authority Nutrition doing great work over there. Now, on that note, let's talk about some of the sources. What are we going to utilize pre-workout within this window? Obviously, first thing is going to jump to mind, green tea. Mm -hmm. All right. The mates of the world. All right. Green tea, just basic green tea. Um, black tea. All right. So this is a little bit stronger stuff. Puer has a nice little affinity towards mobilizing those stored body fats. We talked about that on a previous episode. Coffee, all right. Big shout out to all the coffee lovers out there. All right. Coffee, coffee lovers unite. Yes. You, she, and right Jake now we're put her hand really on good, her heart. Right. <laughs> we are the world. We are the caffeine. <laughs> so coffee, but with all of these things, you want to make sure you're getting high quality. High yes. quality. But that's fine. For me personally, I still utilize all of these things. Okay. I cycle them in and out. I have so much experience, so many years of utilizing these different things and experimentation so I can bring you guys the best. Yeah, you've gotten pretty but, clever too. <laughs> I really like, right now, I really like Formula O2. That's what I've been using okay. for a couple of months now. And it's because it's oxygenated. It's oxygenated. Several studies have documented an increase in the liver's O2 demand during processing of toxins. All right processing of toxins and this is going to come full circle so it needs more oxygen when it's getting yes. the toxins out conversely there's a significant decrease in the rate at which the liver can process toxins recorded in low o2 environments all right so oh. in low oxygen environments now 
Additional studies have shown a significant increase in the elimination of toxins following ingestion of super oxygenated liquids. It doesn't do the same thing if you're trying to breathe these things in because of this mm-hmm. relationship with the gut lining and direct translation over to the liver through your bloodstream. All right, but that's a whole other thing. We again do a whole right, show on I that. I just remember bottom you line, teaching us about the signals that come from the gut to send information and instructions. So I'm with you. So bottom line, <laughs> ingestion of super oxygenated fluids is mm-hmm. what was found to be effective, and increases in the rate of toxin eliminations can go up if you get if you get that super oxygenated liquid in your body as high as sixty percent increase in its performance that's and your huge. liver's performance to eliminate toxins. So why does this matter in the whole realm of fat loss? That's what we're talking about here. And toxins. Now, your fat <laughs> cells, your fat cells actually are very evolved holding tanks for toxins. Mm. All right? They're little they're little safety deposit boxes for some fat. <laughs> all right? And when you're exercising, obviously with the stuff we're talking about, mm-hmm. you're mobilizing that stuff. And as you burn fat via exercise, those toxins are released into your system. A study published in the International Journal of Obesity and Metabolic Disorders found that weight loss increased blood levels of five common pollutants in obese subjects, and that some of these pollutants were actually reabsorbed into the subject's remaining subcutaneous fat. How They're rude. not getting it out of their system. How right? dare they? Now, remember that the word exercise is derived from the word exorcism. exorcism see? The importance of utilizing exercise is to remove waste mm-hmm, from your body. Mm-hmm. And that's why movement is required first and foremost. Getting a flat stomach, chiseled abs, that's a nice side effect of taking care of this number one priority. Mm-hmm. And so these folks at O2, so first and foremost, it's based on oxygenated water. All right. Already winning right off of the bat there. Now, they've got... Uh, the natural caffeine from green coffee beans. There we go. All right. Okay. Natural caffeine mm-hmm. from green coffee beans mm-hmm. made with seven to 10 times more oxygen than water. Uh, 2.5 times electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Zero artificial flavors, sweeteners, or preservatives. Now, Nothing even stuff. And I quizzed them on this. I was like, because it says natural flavors. I'm like, bro. Right. Bruh, what's natural flavors? Where's it come from? Well, what do you mean by natural? This Sweat was, is natural. <laughs> <laughs> bottom line, so what they're utilizing, there's no artificial uh, preservatives, sweeteners, flavors, uh, oils and extracts of the fruits and roots themselves. And actually with roots, for oh, example, shoot. I've fruits got the grapefruit. Ginger is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Grapefruit ginger. You already have some. I'm just saying. And I've got orange mango here as well. Which and that's the two like? flavors. Grapefruit ginger is yeah. my slight favorite. Both of them are they fantastic. Good, yeah, I remember right. we tried them. They were tasty. So, guys, if you want to check them out, I connected with O2 and they agreed to provide a 10% off for your first order and give you free shipping. Oh, yeah. All right? Give you free shipping for the Model Health Show audience. So, head over to drinko2.com forward slash model. That's drink O as in letter O as in oxygen, number two dot com forward slash model. So, that's drink letter O two dot com forward slash model. And you're going to get 10% off. Number one, mm-hmm. and you're going to get free shipping. Cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exclusive, exclusive alert. That's All the right. perks. So that's this is what I've been using for the past couple of months. I actually use it intra workout more often than not because this is something that can be utilized pre intra, and it's actually a recovery drink because it's so similar to what's going on. So it's good all around. Yes. So head over to drinko2.com forward slash model. So that's drink letter O. Number two dot com forward slash model. So it's drink one more time. Drink O is in oxygen. Number two dot com forward slash model. 10% off and you're getting free shipping exclusive by being a part of the Model Health Show community. So head over there, check them out. Drink O2 dot com forward slash model and get that hookup. 
Now, caffeine, that's one of the big guns there. Another thing with the pre-workout is BCAAs, all right? BCAAs. What are BC? What's what's Bukka? Sounds like the beginning of a jam. B-C-A-A. Uh. B-C-A-A. What? What? B-C-A-A. Okay. BCAA. So what is BCAA? This yeah. is branch chain amino acids. Oh, really? right? Building blocks of proteins. Nice so the BCAAs are comprised of three essential amino acids. All right. Some of these amino acids are considered essential because you cannot get them from your body producing them themselves. All right. This is something you have to extract and take in from your diet. All right. So these are the essential amino acids. So three specifically are the BCAAs. And this is leucine, isoleucine, and valine. And these three amino acids alone make up about one third of the total amino acid in your muscle. All right. This is why these are so marketed and so important. Now, essential amino acids are those that your body cannot make themselves. As I mentioned, they must be provided by your diet. And this is the one reason why BCAA supplements can be so valuable and kind of game changing for a lot of people. Now, the human body itself has about 20 amino acids, all right? Depending on which expert you talk to, 20 amino acids. This study that was published in the Journal of Exercise, Nutrition, and Biochemistry said it best. Quote, the BCAA is the most easily oxidized type of amino acid in the skeletal muscles and serves as an important energy substrate when carbohydrate becomes exhausted after prolonged exercise as the contribution rate of fat as an energy source increases. Right? Okay. So your body's going to shift over and start using fat as an energy source after it's exhausted those stores of carbohydrates, those readily available mm-hmm. carbs. Why, again, don't want to get fat loss right. is the goal. You get to fat, right. yeah, without and something in the way. BCAAs support that mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. Yay, BCAAs. Hooray, now, BCAA. It's a here, cheer now. <laughs> <laughs> here's why BCAAs are actually valuable in regards to exercise. Number one, most amino acids go directly to the liver after being digested. All right. Where they can be broken down if the body needs them for energy. BCAAs tend to be spared by the liver and go directly to your muscles intact. All right. They go straight to to their place of employment. Right? <laughs> Get to work. It's okay. a nonstop Front line. flight. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yes. So muscle, I like that. Nonstop no, no flight. Layer. Yeah, there's I no like layover. That. Yeah. No passengers on my plane. No layover in the <laughs> liver. Muscle fibers can use BCAAs directly for fuel. And this is crucial for helping them to strengthen, build, and repair muscle tissue that's been stressed out by your weight training. Now, uh, number two, of all the benefits of BCAAs that they offer, the most interesting is their ability to enhance muscle growth and muscle strength. And they do this by directly stimulating muscle protein synthesis, right? Muscle protein synthesis. This is the development of new muscle. Synthesis. Mm Mm-hmm. Now resonated. I was like, I got the synthesis, synthesis. part. Yeah. For whatever, I, this reminds me of that movie, Masters of the Universe, He Man. Yeah, do you remember they made a movie, a He Man movie? I think it so. I never saw so it. Was bad. it bad? Like, oh. If you if you if you happen to miss it, you should go and not see it <laughs> because it was so disappointing. You know, like being a kid growing up with the whole He Man right, thing. We you were know, into it. I have the He-Man. power. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that movie, it was like, I think it was Dolph Lundgren maybe was the was He-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But bottom line was, it wasn't good. 
And there was this like key thing that was like, and people thought it was a synthesizer, like this little key that's supposed to unlock the universe or whatever. And we just triggered all that for you. I know. You see yeah. how memories work? It is something. It's, it's powerful. Groovy, man. <laughs> wow. Dude. All right. Now, so it's able to enhance muscle strength and what else? The BCAA. Muscle strength and muscle growth. Growth. Yeah. Thank you. Muscle strength and muscle growth. All right. BCAAs have also been found to increase levels of growth hormone. All right. Of Youth. growth hormone. I said goodies. Take me back. Here's another thing. BCAAs also blunt levels of catabolic hormones like cortisol. Since cortisol normally increases muscle breakdown, mm-hmm. all right, and if you're going to be releasing cortisol, especially if you're doing intense exercise, this helps to keep that in check. And cortisol, another thing, is that it inhibits testosterone's anabolic actions as well. All right, so... This can basically like block, like shot block right. that whole thing. Like get it out of That's here. Right. The Matumbo wave. <laughs> no. finger. Yeah, mm-hmm. shake that finger. <laughs> now, That's good. there's study after study done on BCAAs, particularly those found in whey protein. This is the most studied thing. Whey protein mm-hmm. isolates specifically. So we now know that there's potentially many other more viable sources of protein supplementation and less potential for allergic reaction than whey protein isolate. However, this is the one that's currently the most studied. And a big reason why it works is that it's a great source of these BCAAs, but that's not all you're getting. With BCAAs specifically, because that's a different supplement that a lot of people take, you're getting the main ones that you need, all right? With a protein complex, like in whey protein, you're getting a lot of other stuff and it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily going doing the job Mm -hmm. that you want. So they found, so study after study, there's been an Man, I went through, <laughs> right. I can't I even tell you, you right. a good maybe went 50 studies. Hole, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah. I, lo- <laughs> I lost a day. I lost a day. So, and I just, <laughs> I'm just going to summarize. So we found in the studies, BCAAs um, found to demonstrate accelerated fat loss. Number okay. one, they accelerate fat loss, protection against weight gain. So it helps your body to not gain weight, normalization of appetite and reduction of overeating. And there's all studies for each and every one of these things. Improved glucose and cholesterol metabolism and increased endurance. All right. Just to name a few things. Those are great few though. So why would you not want to take advantage of this mm-hmm. in the context of your of your workout? Now simply look for now here's some of the tips is the takeaways from this one. Simply look for BCAAs without artificial flavors and food dyes. All right. Personally, my pre-workout. I use a combination of things with on it. You know, I'll use their uh, hemp force protein mm-hmm. or sometimes I'll use egg white protein. Um, I'll use the shroom tech sport. Always. I'll have cordyceps tea because the cordyceps, which I'll talk about in a minute, but also on it has their uh, total strength and performance formula. And this has uh, over four grams because you want your range to be actually, let me just go ahead and share that with BCAAs four to eight grams before workout and four to eight grams after your workout is optimal. All right. And for, this is looking at for all the benefits that we've been talking about. I mean, we're like kind of people because, I mean, we got Iron Man. Exactly. And then got this is where <laughs> this is where you have to use your own gotcha. discernment. Okay. All right. If you're just starting off, number one, if you're mm-hmm. just starting out, start off with one to two grams. OK. All right. And just build your way up. Mm-hmm. All right. So they've got this in their T plus formula. All right, so leucine, isoleucine, valine, but they there also they have L glutamine in here, beta alanine, all right, other good stuff. Uh, Makuna, which I'm going to talk more Matata. about on the show. <laughs> um, and of course, the integrity, they're using earth grown nutrients as well. All right, so BCAAs. All right, I am now a fan. I so will now, subscribe. With pre workouts, what do we got? Coffee or tea? Yep. Healthy fats 
as an energy source instead of going for the carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. So this could be MCT oil. This is what I, I did a whole year utilizing MCT oil and or coconut oil and or butter. All right. As my pre-workout. Uh, so MCT oil, coconut oil, grass-fed butter, protein powder. It's another viable option for your pre-workout within that 60-minute window again. And really, we're talking about even closer to 30-minute window. So cordyceps is another one of my favorite things that I utilize quite often. And it's one of my favorite things ever. Mm -hmm. right? And in the Journal of Ethnopharmacology, cordyceps was found, cordyceps supplementation was found with or without exercise to improve exercise endurance capacity by activating the skeletal muscle metabolic regulators and a coordinated antioxidant response. Very interesting. With or without exercise, this can activate Improve your, your muscle. Endurance. That's mm -hmm. that's pretty profound. Mm -hmm. All right. So, and of course. Especially now that we're adopting this movement-based lifestyle. It will hook go. us up. And of course, you've got the BCAAs mm -hmm. as well. That's another Pitching. option there. And whole foods. And also, I did a stint with just utilizing whole foods in the context mm -hmm. of exercise. And I did notice that when I started to add in some smart supplementation, everything improved. All my numbers, the body fat percentage, my strength numbers, my endurance, it just works. You know, it, there's obviously a way you can do all of this stuff utilizing just real foods. But today it's about blending the best of all these worlds, you know, because we are at a different time. You know, we're not living at the time that our ancestors mm -hmm. were walking the planet and we were breathing clean air, that we're drinking clean water, that we're eating real food that, I mean, there was no such thing as organic because it all was. Mm -hmm. We know? slept under a real darkness in so the we're, sky. We're replicating yeah. a lot of this stuff and trying to find leverage everywhere that we can. So this is why I find it valuable. But, but whole foods, so what I was doing, ideally this would be 90 minutes before the workout. Lower carb, protein, veggies, healthy fat. All right, so this could be something like, for example, a veggie omelet with avocado and maybe half mm. a cup of blueberries uh, or something like a salmon and asparagus with half a cup of sprouted cooked quinoa. All right, so something that's small amount of carbs, higher ratio of proteins mm -hmm. and some healthy fats in there. All right, so that's number one. That's the pre-workout component. Now we're going to move over into the intra-workout principles, basic intra-workout principles. So intra means during the workout. Okay. Right, so this is during. So people might, what's the intro workout mean? Does that mean like intro the dragon? <laughs> all right. No. Bruce Leroy. They're like, do I press and then sip? <laughs> <laughs> press, press, sip. You know, how does it go? So intro workout. This is during your workout. Okay. And I'm just going to come right out. Boom. Just say BCAAs. It. There too. That's, this is the place where, and some research shows that taking them during, before the end of your workout is even more valuable. And some mm -hmm. of the like top fitness experts out there advocate doing that, having your BCAAs before the end of your workout. So carbs also, if training for a sport or endurance competition, for example, a lot of endurance athletes know that they have their like gel packs and things like that. Uh, even this is where the whole concept of Gatorade came about. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, okay. Gatorade. Let's I talk about Gatorade oh, since I said their man. name. You got to say them and Powerade and all the mothers too. Sports <laughs> right. drinks. Don't say their name three times though. I won't. Bottom of my show. I, like I, do I used to drink aid. it. I had it when it was like the glass bottles. Do you wow. remember that? So Gatorade for a period of Fresh time. Fresh the lab. <laughs> for a period of time in the 1990s and early 2000s, they actually use it because, so number one, they got the water in there. Mm -hmm. They got the electrolytes, mm -hmm. aka salt. They Folks just put grip. a lot of salt. 
<laughs> not good salt. And then they threw that in there. Yeah. And some sugar. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's kind of the combination. That's all you need. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. Now, 1990s, early 2000s, their sweetener is high fructose corn syrup. We know about all the problems with that. Literally damage your DNA. What? Who does that? Gatorade. All right? yeah. But now they've got organic Gatorade. Do you know about oh. this? Yeah. All right. So, but do you really trust those guys? Not I don't know. All. You were just giving me our fructose corn syrup, brother. Right. So now you're so, giving me four cups of sugar. <laughs> you're so nice. Thank so, but, you. but what's real, and this is like talking with Bonnie Hari, yep. uh, the food babe. Shout mm-hmm. out to her. We'll put her episode in the show notes. Getting industry to change that much, though, it's, a, it's still a great thing. I used to be like, no, it's not. But that's a wonderful thing because there are kids. Just the other day, I mm-hmm. saw a kid sitting there. He's just sitting there watching the game drinking a Gatorade. He didn't have practice or nothing just because it's the marketing. Mm-hmm. All right, so we want to see better quality ingredients. Now, uh, this was dis- distributed in North America, of course, it's different in different places. But as of 2011, the drink switched back because they were at a sucrose-dextrose combination, which is like table sugar. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. also the problem, artificial colors, colors yes. artificial flavors. Yes. Yeah, tied to things like cancer, uh-huh. tied to things like seizures that's awful well your liver's not looking for red purple blue green and orange like right either. right it's right. not hitting the blue button like can i get some right. more purple in here right what will it use that some of that for? purple yeah. drink <laughs> well maybe you could use it to find the cancer cells when they scan you <laughs> right oh that's oof, i mean yes. they inject it say hey i just had a gatorade check that so the presence <laughs> of calories sugar and sodium in gatorade Ooh. uh drawn a lot of public attention for schools specifically and this raised a question of whether the sale of Gatorade beverages should be permitted in such schools. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, California Governor Ahmed, he's like, what are you doing to our kids? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> what are you doing? And he sponsored a bill, actually, that proposed the ban of the sale of sports drinks in California schools. All right. So there's there's a lot of information out so there about this. It's said, not right. <laughs> what do he say? Get out <laughs> now. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. Get so no. now here's the thing. Let me just give you guys an example. Yeah. Equivalent. Let's talk about red. I haven't had an ener- quote energy drink in a long time. This is why I was, uh, I was a little hesitant with say, the hey. formula O2. I was like, I don't know what, and, but you know, doing the investigation and finding out they're not using all of that stuff, the mm-hmm. artificial mm-hmm. flavors and colors and all this stuff. And they're doing a really great job to, because there's going to be, a, a, a huge amount of people that are utilizing energy drinks. What if we can get them something better, right. far better, because they're going to use it anyways? This is why I love this product, is because we're filling a need that so many people are going to be taking advantage of anyways, and they're helping to change culture. Right. right? They're already in a lot of different stores, things like that, mm, which is going to- Hopefully gonna, we'll see them in school. It's going to cost more <laughs> if you're not using the model health code discount. That's right, that's but right. here's the thing. Red Bull, Monster Energy Drink. Do you remember Pimp Juice? Yeah. Nelly had Pimp Juice, right? Now he went to oh, the John, song now. Crunk Juice. Yeah, Crunk. Okay. Yeah, Equivalent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, so there's equivalent of 14 sugar packets in a 16-ounce can of Red Bull. Those are small looking. No, the 16-ounce can. Though. Okay. All right. 14 sugar packets. 14 sugar packets. Formula O2, natural caffeine, sourced from green coffee beans and tea leaves. And the natural flavors are sourced from oils and extracts of the roots and fruits uh, for their flavors. Roots and fruits. And also, here's another thing. And this is why this is my intro workout that I've been using. Mm -hmm. A great ratio of sodium and potassium. These are both important electrolytes, but most sports drinks drop the ball on the potassium. 
these balance each other out. All right, potassium is really important. They've got a great ratio. Also, as we talked about before, it's oxygenated, supporting your liver in the breakdown of metabolic waste accumulated by your workout. Fantastic. All right, so this is something to take advantage of. Again, drink letter O number two dot com forward slash model. Now, whole food options for intra. Okay. Obviously, you're not going to stop in the middle of your bench press and eat a sandwich. All right? Or it just doesn't a piece work like of that. salmon. I, I did see a video like that, though, where somebody was like, you know, doing that. You could be grilling over there on the. <laughs> right. <laughs> but smart supplementation would be. In, but there, it, there are places where this would happen intra workout, like those gels, or mm-hmm. somebody might have like some kind of a. You know, they're, they're mountain climbing. So the whole concept of like cliff bars comes. Mm-hmm, you know, they're mm-hmm. eating something as they're traveling, that kind of thing. But overall, smart supplementation with BCAAs. There we go. Water. Water. Good old If, if it all water. fails, make sure that this is there. All right. Water, electrolytes, and maybe a little glucose. Maybe a little bit of some natural sugar as well. Thrown in the mix. Now, again, this is all going to be based on your needs. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we hit pre-workout. We hit the intra-workout. Let's wrap it up with the post. All right. Now we're coming on down the end. We've killed it, and we're going to roast it, and now we're going to eat it. (laughs) You you slayed. I like it. I like it. So now we're going to go ahead and get to the superior post-workout principle. So what is post-workout about? This is about replenishing. All right. However, we're going to start this right off with a potential issue here. This might blow blow your mind a little bit. We don't want to blunt our adaptation response from our exercise by doing something that you would think is really healthy. A study published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences found that antioxidants can prevent health promoting effects of physical exercise in humans. No berries Whoa. after my bench press. <laughs> now, there's a lot here. Okay, there's a lot here okay. to break down. Now, the results found this was 28 days of vitamin C and E supplementation specifically. And these were super doses, by the way. And exercise overall in the study. But just to get a snapshot of the results, here's one of the things that happened. So researchers looked at the participants' muscle to compare before and after three days of exercise. After three days of consecutive exercise... With no supplementation, free radicals in muscles more than doubled. But after three consecutive days of exercise plus supplementation of vitamin C and E, free radicals didn't increase at all. Now, this might sound a little bit like we don't want free radicals, Mm -hmm. but there's this law of overcompensation that happens. You want your body Mm -hmm. to get all of that effect because this is why exercise is such a powerful hormetic stressor. Your body will come back better if we don't block some of these results that can happen. Now, in an excellent research review by the folks at Precision Nutrition, they had this to say. In the study, they found that untrained and pre-trained participants without supplementation had better insulin sensitivity after four weeks of exercise. Okay. That's no shocker, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Exercise has been found to increase insulin sensitivity, which is measured by something called glucose infusion rate and your adiponectin. And this is why exercise improves symptoms of people with type 2 diabetes so much. If they can just get at it. Here's the surprise. Here's the surprise that they noted. The untrained and pre-trained participants taking the vitamin C and E had no change in their insulin sensitivity after four weeks of exercise. It blocked that response. Mm -hmm. What? 
But that's, that brings up the question, when, though? Because yes. we know vitamin C yes. is good and it does things for us. There was one thing you taught us recently and that how that vitamin C from Camu Camu was good for arthritis. Mm-hmm. So I know I don't want to get rid of it. We'll get to the timing. It in my face. We'll get to the timing okay. of things in just a moment because you just said it. It's about the timing of things. Okay. Within the context, post-workout, you do not want to do this. It's okay. not the time to load up on your antioxidants. Mm-hmm. All right? And the research shows this very clearly. And in that same vein, there's actually another study that was published in the Journal of Physiology that found that vitamin C and E supplementation alters protein signaling after a strength training session, but not muscle growth in 10 weeks of training. All right? So it doesn't block the muscle growth, but it does block this protein signaling. Now, this study was conducted on both men and women. However, the study did note that the gains in muscle strength mm-hmm. were partly blunted by the vitamin C and E. Mm-mm. All right. What? Right. So strange. Right. In the study, they suggested this is what they said, quote, healthy individuals who exercise for improved strength and muscle growth should avoid consuming high doses of vitamin C and E post exercise session, because if anything, the effects tend to be undesirable. We don't like that word undesirable no, in the context of our, of our uh, exercise. Mm-mm. Now, this is really fascinating, especially with all of the great information out there and the hype man jumping out antioxidants everywhere (laughs) out of every corner. He's saying how great they are, which is great. They are. They're absolutely amazing. But first and foremost, your body has its own antioxidant production systems that are far more powerful than any supplement that you can take in. We have to understand that first and foremost, and we want to support those systems. Mm -hmm. That's the real key. A big problem, however, with this study, with these different studies, is that the one we talked about diabetes... It was done on healthy subjects and not on diabetics, right, Mm -hmm. who have severely damaged insulin sensitivity, if that's what they're looking at in the test. This stuff can still get lost in translation. We're not saying, again, we don't want to say that antioxidants are bad, but there can be some potential issues we need to be aware of. This is not to say, again, to throw out all the vast benefits of antioxidants. Many great studies, and I just went down this rabbit hole as well, looking at all this. There's so many studies that are well-done studies on antioxidants. Benefits of antioxidants use uh, during exercise on decreasing biomarkers of oxidative stress and aging. Antioxidants have been used and shown to decrease DNA damage, lipid peroxidation, and protein oxidation following exercise. The combination of antioxidants and exercise has also been shown to delay brain aging. All right, so there is some relationship there that it can be helpful, uh, which is a phenomenon also proposed to be related to oxidative stress. So there's a lot of, you know, it's kind of like, again, what are you going for here? So basically, here's the key, because we want to take advantage of antioxidants, mm-hmm. but we also want to get the benefits from our exercise. Take your antioxidants, vitamins, et cetera, at least a couple hours after your training, okay? So that your body has time to do some of the essential uh, adaptation process that we're really looking for. All right. So cu- at least a couple of hours is something to take even prior a couple of hours, but just get out of that window of your exercise within that kind of two hours on each side, mm-hmm. I would say. Right. Hey, well, <laughs> now, one other thing I want to talk about really quickly. What about post-workout? What about fasting? Mm-hmm. What about fasting for faster results? And personally, I occasionally fast for a little while post-workout for an additional benefit. Strength training in particular increases your human growth hormone production, as does fasting. And there's a little bit of a double benefit available in the post-workout window. Insulin suppresses human growth hormone, right? And avoiding foods that will trigger insulin is a good strategy for some added anti-aging benefits. So if your goal is anti-aging benefits, you want to get more human growth hormone production, try fasting a little bit after your workout. So just, just again, 90-minute window. I'm not saying fast for the rest of the day. Right. Right. But give your body some time without doing the post-workout nutrition. 
uh, because there's this thing, and this is, I don't do this all the time though. Let me say that okay. because there is a potential there to not maximize muscle growth. Mm -hmm. If you're not hitting that, you, you already talked about how optimal that window is. So you don't have to worry about whether your muscle will wither away. <laughs> all right. If you've had BCAAs pre-workout and during the workout as well, I think that'd be adequate. And uh, 90 minutes again, sufficient window for post-workout fast. Uh, but another way to ensure substantial human growth hormone release is just to make sure you get good sleep that night. Well, there you go. All right? <laughs> so you don't even have to worry about this thing. But I wanted you guys to be aware of this mm -hmm. and maybe check it out if it's something you, you're interested in. Because it's something that I do. Sometimes I'll just skip the post-workout nutrition, the um, protein powder, whatever the mm -hmm. case may be. Mm -hmm. And I'll just eat 90 minutes later. All right? So here's what to eat. After a workout is a prime opportunity for protein synthesis. All right? So this is what we really want to target for our post-workout nutrition. And this is for most people, not doing the fasting thing, but this is, this is for most people, I would recommend this. So I usually do high protein snack, all right? This is gonna be 30 to 60 minutes after to capitalize on that benefit, that protein synthesis benefit. And carbs can be helpful here too with the insulin and helping up to, uh, to drive, to, to refill your muscle glycogen. That can be helpful as well, but it's not necessarily necessary. It's not necessarily <laughs> no. necessary That's right, right, right. <laughs> because just the act of exercising also upregulates that insulin performance. So, but just generally research shows most people that are doing this stuff at a high level, they are getting in a little whack of uh, carbs as well. So this is the whole like protein shake and a half a banana or something like that, you yeah, know, or, or, or some protein powder with some kind of a simple sugar. Uh, so protein powder plus carbs post-workout, BCAAs, another good idea there. O2 is actually marketed as a recovery drink, you know, so that's another option there. It just depends on what feels right out. for you. Uh, whole food options. So this is what I would do. And especially I'll, I'll do this maybe once or twice a week. If I'm just say I train five days a week, once or twice a week, most times, not all the time, once or twice a week, I'll just do the little fast and have whole food options. So this would be chicken and sweet potato, for example, or white fish and rice and veggies, of course, for both of those. And I'll just eat 90 minutes to two hours after training. All right. If you just want to go for the whole food option. Okay. So there you guys have it. Mm. Pre-workout nutrition, intra-workout nutrition, post-workout nutrition. And this really, there's like three more hours of content and Easily. things that I want to talk about because wow. there's so many different things that we had to leave out of the conversation. Mm -hmm. But these are the, these are the real foundational pieces Mm -hmm. that everybody should be aware of and, and utilize, take advantage of because the research shows right there in black and white that that window right around your workout, you're going to get a lot more benefit from your workout by making sure that you're optimizing your nutrition. And Absolutely. that's what this is really all Absolutely. about. And I appreciate you so much. Thank you for tuning into this episode. We've got some incredible shows coming up, I'm guys. Excited. And the guests, holy moly. Oh, yeah. Really, really exciting stuff. <laughs> but the best is yet to come. I can awesome. guarantee you that. Mm. But none more important than today and taking action on what you've learned. It's, it's really important that at the at the moment of insight to take an action on it mm -hmm. because we can just easily file stuff away. It's like, you know, I'll get around to that. I'll try that oh, at some yeah. point. Take action now. Take action on something and add this to your repertoire. Find out how it works for you. Find out if this might be one of those small pieces that take you to another level. Sure. And that's what it's really all about. You know, that's what this show is about. That's what this community is about. And I appreciate you so much for being a part of it. All right. So take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And make sure for more after the show, you head over to the Sean Stevenson model.com 
That's where you can find the show notes. And if you've got any questions or comments, make sure to let me know. And please head over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating and let everybody know that our show is awesome and you're loving it. And I read all the comments, so please leave me a comment there. And take care, everybody. promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help transform your life. Take care.